What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Go behind the wheel, under the hood, and beyond with Car Stuff from HowStuffWorks.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Car Stuff. I'm Scott Benjamin. Yes, and sitting across from you, I am Ben Bolin. Ben, here's a topic that, uh, I don't know, it seems like we've had a listener request for this in the past, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of fuzzy on the details about it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I think somebody did write in. It may have been a long, long time ago, but um, this is one of those things that I think a lot of people are kind of afraid to even breach this topic. Is that, does that make sense? I, I think that's fair because we we know that there is a definite line, and that line is different for every car driver. Mm-hmm. There's a line between maintenance and repair task that you as a driver or car owner can do yourself, you know, and in there, for instance, we place little things like, um, checking the oil, checking the oil, changing a flat. Exactly. You know, oh, yeah. Changing a flat's a good one. Maybe putting in a headlight or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. There's some maintenance things that, that mm-hmm. people are willing, willing to do. Others that people, um, might consider mm-hmm. uh, maybe, and then some that they just outright won't touch. Right. Like some things that they won't touch, um, or, Things that you shouldn't touch are, are things like, you know, placing a fuel tank and stuff, which, of course, you remember when I did that, <laughs> yeah, right? I do. I do remember that. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't shut up about it for weeks. No, I remember that. Yeah. Thing. I can understand why you were traumatized by that. I felt like I was a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, you may not want to replace your own airbag, something like That's that. That's another great okay. example. Now, somewhere on we, – we're talking today about something that, for a lot of people, is right on that line. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about um, replacing brake pads. Mm-hmm. Disc brake pads in specific. Right. So um, we're not talking about drum brakes. No, no. And we're not talking about replacing a full caliper. We're not talking right. about taking the whole system out and replacing the whole system or anything. Mm-hmm. Just the pads. Just the simple pads. When you hear the noise from the front wheel, that type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And now here's here's the good news. We'll start with the good news. Um, replacing your brake pads is almost always going to be easier than you think if you're not familiar with it. You just need to be prepared. You need to know what you're getting into. And, um, and Scott, you said something really awesome. Uh, we're off the air about this. And 
correct me if I'm misquoting you, but you told me that you like to, if you're doing an unfamiliar job, you like to actually have a printout or have some instructions nearby. Sure, service instructions. I always mm-hmm. do that. Um, even if it's the fifth or sixth time that I've, I've done this or whatever, more, mm-hmm. um, I'll often print out a step-by-step how-to and I uh, have it next to me just in case. Um, you know, even if even if I never refer to it, or if I refer to it every five minutes, mm-hmm. um, I want to have that nearby and, and handy. And this is one of those cases because what we're going to do today is we're going to tell you that um, you know this is not a how-to. No. It's not a how-to podcast. You can't listen to this and simultaneously change your brake pads. That's right. not no. that's not the goal here because there are plenty of articles out there that tell you um, mm-hmm. how to change the brake pads. In fact, we have one on our site. Um, we do. It's yeah. called How to Change Brake Pads. And there's, uh, if you search that, there's, there's many, many others out there that'll take you through it, you know, one step after the other. Sure. Um, what we want to do today is just tell you that, um, you know, don't be afraid of this. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I was, I was afraid to do it until mm. someone convinced me and said, that's a piece of cake. Just, just do this. You know, here, it's, it's mm. this simple. It's really not as complex and it's really not as involved as you think it is. Right. right. It sounds much more difficult than it really is. Mm-hmm. And basically what all, again, all you need are the tools and not to, again, not, not to sound as <clears throat> cartoonishly cheap as I do sometimes sound, but you really can <laughs> save a lot of money. I'm serious. Yeah. Over time, you can save a lot of money. He's right. Um, so here's uh, basically just a breakdown, like a disc break, uh, when we're talking about these, when you're changing these, you're going to be concerned with several things. Uh, primarily, you're going to be concerned with the brake pads. Now, your your wheel has a rotor on it, and the brake pads are will touch the rotor via a caliper that squeezes them. Mm-hmm. Correct. So, so if people are unfamiliar with disc brakes, when you think of the way this caliper pushes pads against the rotor, the easiest thing probably to think of would be a bicycle brake. Yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah, it's the, the exact same principle. Now, these, these brake pads, you know, are, are pushed by a piston and brake pads are built to be disposable and you do have to change them. It is important. Now, we know there's some give and take with some things like when you should change your oil. And when the manufacturer recommends it with brake pads, man, when you hear that high pitched, annoying, ominous scream mm-hmm. when you're slowing down and stuff, um, you need to just go ahead and change them because if you don't, and I'm sure everybody who knows about brakes is tired of hearing this, but you guys just sit patiently for the next second. That squeal is an early warning indicator. And yeah. it's a, uh, it's a little piece of metal that's built into the pad. Itself, you'll find it on you know the new pads that you buy to replace the old ones. Yeah, um, and that just barely touches the rotor and makes that noise. But what it does is it lets you know that there's very little brake, um, the material left, mm-hmm. the friction material left in that pad. And um, most times that's what you'll hear. You'll hear that squealing. And if you may, if you continue past that warning sign, um, you have the potential of damaging the rotors of your wheel. Now, changing your brake pads is, believe us, infinitely easier and much less of a headache than having to try to – because I would say I wouldn't change a rotor myself. I, I have no idea. Really? I, I, I don't I – don't I, You know what, Ben? I'm going to tell you that a rotor is not a big deal also. Yeah? Yeah. A rotor is not a big deal. Uh, what is a big deal is a caliper. Mm. Changing a caliper is a big deal. Um, comparatively, I mean, is that, you comparatively, know, because, yeah. oh, comparatively, what did I say? <laughs> Anyways, it, um, because 
um, once you have the once you have everything apart for the brake job, um, really the rotor is just a matter of taking off another uh, washer in many times. You know, many cases. Oh yeah, I and, guess and you're right. And it slips right on and off. It's not that big a deal, really. Um, you shouldn't be afraid of that one either. Rotor is easy. Caliper is a little bit more difficult. Well, not to brag, I've just never had to change a rotor because no. I change my brakes on time. Good for you. Good well, it's only good for me as long as I can keep it up. Well, yeah, I mean, they become warped or whatever that happens. But, um, you know, th- that's the thing is that when we're talking about pads only, we're talking about uh, something that's really just a uh, – it's like a disposable material. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, something that's designed to wear. Mm-hmm. And there's no fluid change necessary. There's no brake bleeding necessary. Right. Um, you know, it's just really a simple hardware fix. It's not anything, you know, difficult to, to just do this switch. It's really, really easy. And here's what you'll need. Yeah. You'll need a, you'll need to start off, you'll need a, a C clamp and you, you need that because that's going to press on the caliper and it's going to push the piston that, that powers this, uh, powers the pads, that's powers right. the pads. Yeah. All the way in. Um, and so that's kind of essentially going to reset the brake once you've got the new pads in place. Yeah. Because they're going to be, the new pads are going to be thick, whereas your old pads were thin. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, one, one little tip here. Uh, when you're pressing the, uh, you know, this is after you've already removed the wheel. Oh yeah, yeah. This I'm is, sorry. Uh, Jumping I mean, ahead. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how many. You know, we really shouldn't do every step here because it's just, you know, people are going to be able to get this from online articles. They're going to have service material printed next to yeah. for their own specific vehicles. So, uh, Ben, really, what what you need to do is once you have the wheel off and you know everything's set and you're looking at your brake. Mm-hmm. And you've got these things taken apart. Um, you've got your your vehicle jacked up, and you've got everything secure. Yeah, and, the and there's only and there's stuff. usually two bolts that hold the caliper on. Yeah, you'll be able to find those simply, and you pull that back out of the way. Mm-hmm. You take off the old pads, which really just snap out, or they yeah. may have a little clip on them. Something yeah. that easy, right? It's this simple. Yeah, it really is. There's two bolts holding your caliper on. You take the pads off, which are just a clip holding it in place, but pay attention how they're clipped on there. And yes. then, um, and then you put the new ones back on. But first you're going to have to push in the, the piston, like Ben mentioned. Mm-hmm. With the C clamp. With the C clamp. And when you do that, one, one thing you may want to do is you may want to uncap the reservoir under the hood of your car. Uh, so that it, you know, cause the fluid that's normally in the reservoir is now down in the lines and in the caliper. Mm-hmm. And when you push it back, it's going to try to, you know, it's pushing it back up into the reservoir. So it's easier if you re- release the air pressure on that and allow yeah. it to free, fl- you know, freely flow uh, back up. It's not going to overflow, Mm-mm. hopefully, uh, if you haven't been filling it along the way. But it'll eliminate some of that resistance. Exactly. It'll make it much, much easier. So yeah. um, I don't know. We're probably jumping ahead there. But go well, ahead. well, okay. I'm, I'm sorry. We should, uh, we should also say, uh, you know, some vehicles require a specific brake caliper tool. Yeah, true. Uh, so. Oh, and I found this out too. And I think yeah. you did too, right? Wait, oh. Early on when you do this. Not for the front pads because often the front pads are real, real simple. The front mm. pads on a car, uh, really the, the piston just pushes right back in. But what happens on the rear, Ben? Um, on the rear, well, actually, I had drum brakes on the rear when oh, I first okay. started doing it. Oh, so this is on the front of yours. On the, uh, no, no, you, here, you do it. I had the easy ones on the front. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay. So on the, on the back end of my car, when I, when I did this the first time, uh, there is a, uh, the piston has to screw back in. It doesn't, it doesn't just push straight back in. Yeah. And you have to turn it in order to, uh, to get it back into place. And it requires a brake tool. And, mm-hmm. so, you know, simple as it may seem, you really should buy this brake tool. It's just a simple thing. It's often a, a little cube or a block that fits into some slots on the on the piston, mm-hmm. and it allows it to turn as it pushes back in. You can create something that'll do the same thing. You can kind of make your own little tool to do that. Right. But, but you know, what's what's the point? Just go out to uh, you know a local hardware store or what you know that your auto 
service center yeah. and buy the little kit that everything that does that. And they're or, far from expensive. You can even rent it. I mean, in some cases, you can rent a brake tool and return it right after you're done using it. Mm. Um, but it, it's really something that will make the job a lot faster and a lot easier. And you'll also need uh, an Allen or a Torx wrench, depending on what kind of vehicle you have. For the calibers. Yeah, to get the cal- to get those two bolts off. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll need a, of course, you already got the wheel off. You already sure. used your lug wrench, your yeah. lug tool. I guess I did skip up. way ahead, didn't I, Ben? No, I, I kind of did because I started talking about the tools. That's but, all right. But people people should know these things. <laughs> <laughs> what are some uh, of the other stuff? Uh, you, you know, there are some things that I have not used Um they, in our article, we talk about having gloves on, and that makes sense. But I'll be honest with you guys. Now you know I'm always going to be honest with you, Scott. If if I'm doing uh, automotive work most of the time, I don't really worry about getting dirty, so I don't yeah. really have gloves. I've got know? oil under my fingertips right now from uh, fingernails right now from an oil change this weekend. See, and that's a that's a personal thing. I understand where people are coming from with it, and I I understand. I think it's a good idea. I'm just being honest when I say that I don't do it. Same here. Um, another thing. Now, this is something that I should do. Mm-hmm. And I haven't. Uh, they recommend dust mask safety classes. And this is important because um, not just because of the typical uh, safety issues when you have any kind of car work going on, but also because of the what brake pads are made of. Yeah, exactly. There's some materials in there that are not so good for your lungs. And, um, you know, at one point there was some asbestos in them. I don't know if that's even true anymore. Uh, but there's a lot of brake dust in this job. In fact, that's why you buy a uh, brake cleaner to yes. kind of hose everything down and get it all cleaned to, to look at. Because I mean, no matter no matter what, um, your car is going to have it's going to have wheel you know uh, brake dust all over the wheels, all over the caliper, all over the the pads. It's yeah. going to be everywhere underneath there. Uh, do yourself a favor and clean it off with the, with the brake uh, clean material. And even then, your hands are still going to get filthy, and uh, you know there's still a chance for dust. So so the the mask thing is a is a definite good idea. Yeah, I'm probably uh, to the point where I think I am going to wear a mask the next time I do it. I feel I feel weird about it because I, I don't know. I don't usually do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. but the um, but that's just me being a lazy mechanic. Yeah, it's a smart thing to do. It is a smart thing to do, and I am a bad example in that case. So you guys don't follow me and safety glasses. And, yeah, and do the safety glasses as well. Yeah, I mean if you don't wear regular eyeglasses. Probably a good idea to put on a pair of safety glasses just because you know, when you're down there, if you're using compressed air to clean these things off or whatever, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a good chance you're going to get some of these little bits in your eye um, mm-hmm. or near there anyway. So it'll be, uh, it seems pretty easy for something like that to happen. So here you are. You've gotten the gotten the old brake pads off. Mm-hmm. You've got your vehicle safely secured um, to where there's not in any give on the jacks or anything. Yeah, jack stands. Jack stands. It has to That's be jack right. stands. Yeah. You never just you don't ever just use your your jack alone because that thing will creep down on you. I, I promise you. Yeah, it's a bad idea, especially mm-hmm. for especially if you're um, having a tough time getting the old pads off mm-hmm. for some reason. It's just a bad idea to have it's, it. Because you're, you're, yeah, if you're leaning under there, because there's not a whole lot of extra line left in that when you uh, when you have the caliper off. So you are in the wheel arch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's a good idea. And uh, when you so so there you are, and you've got you've gotten this taken care of, and it's time to put the new pads on. Mm-hmm. 
take us there. <laughs> I, I'll tell you, Ben, this is so simple. This yeah. really is. I mean, it's just a matter of fitting the new pads into place and clipping them in. It's that easy. Yeah. They really do. Once you've got the, the piston already pushed in mm-hmm. and, you know, you've got the clearance that you need, you put them in, you clip them into place, mm-hmm. make sure they're secure. A lot of times they'll give you some anti-squeal uh, grease yeah. or lube that you put on yeah. the back of the pads. Yep. Definitely use that. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll prevent any kind of noise coming from, you know, from metal to metal contact. There's a harmonic balance thing that happens that sometimes you'll get a, a squeal that it's not really the pad material on the wheel. It's mm-hmm. it's it's more the metal touching other metal. Which is why some people can get confused when they replace their pads or have their pads replaced, and they go, "Hey, it's making a noise." Yeah, because sometimes brand a brand new brake job will make a noise, but that's mm-hmm. normal and it'll work its way out. Or yeah, you know, especially if you use this this lube on the back of the uh, on the back of the pads. And when you put the when you put the pads on, make sure they fit correctly. Make sure they're tight. They're not sloppy. You know, mm-hmm. uh, slipping around. And uh, it should fit right over the caliper, and you should be, you know, I'm sorry, right over the rotor, mm-hmm. and you should be able to put the caliper right back into place. And you can, and there's a spot at the top of the caliper where you can look down, yes, and see the connection. That's that. I mean, they call it an inspection opening. You're not going to miss it. Um, you'll you'll be able to see it, and it's just a good idea to give that thing a, a check, give it a little ocular assessment. Sure, yeah, it's just a, a small little opening in the top that you can look through and make sure that everything is lined up the right way, and mm-hmm. you can, again, check it with your fingers to make sure that it's nice and tight, Yeah, um, and then you know get back into the business of putting the caliper back on with the two bolts. Mm-hmm. It's that easy. It really is. It's it's so simple once you get to it. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the, probably the biggest thing in this job, I mean, really, Ben, the, maybe the hardest part, the hardest part of all this is just jacking the vehicle up and taking the wheel off. And you know how easy that is. Right, yeah. It, it's really that easy. It's not I, that hard. I, I think for a lot of people, it's just the unfamiliarity yeah, more yeah. so than anything and else. And I'm a, I'm kind of a checker. I like to check things and recheck them and mm-hmm. check it again. And then I put it back together and I think, did I do that right? I'll, I'll check it out again. And um, mm-hmm. I, I continually double check and triple check myself to make sure that it's right. And that takes me a lot of time. So I, I make these repairs stretch out a little longer than they should. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure that when I'm done, it's it's accurate. Well, I think working on cars is fun, man. So I'll be honest. I take I take my time a lot. You know, you got the radio on. Yeah. You're kind of hanging out. Sometimes my friends are over, and they're they're you know they're sitting around drinking beer. They're not exactly helping. Yeah. But but it, it's a cool thing to do. And uh, also, like where my I guess where I get a little bit OCD is on tightening bolts. You mm-hmm. know, tightening the lugs, tightening the caliper bolts, yeah. and um. So that's another reason why I'll take too long because I'll do a brake job and then I'll I'll drive around for because you always do that little prideful drive around the block once, sure. you, once you've done well, something. Well, not, not so much prideful. It's just you have to to check yeah. it out and make sure everything's seen right. Mm-hmm. There's a whole break-in procedure with pads too that people need to do and read yes read the manufacturer instructions when mm-hmm. when you do that because uh, there's a way that they want you to do it to break in a new pad to to seat the material with the new rotor. Yes, and uh, that's really important, especially if you're not changing the rotor. Yeah, and uh, that is God. I almost missed that. I'm glad that's you all right that up. because uh, you know on that first drive, that's when you really should be doing that. Yeah, and um, and the manufacturer's specifications for these are different. Yeah, yeah. So they often tell you to check it out for your it, vehicle. It depends on the ve- on the type of pad you use. If it's organic, organic. If it's uh, uh, semi-metallic, yeah. or if it's a, a um, ceramic pad. Mm-hmm. There's all different types of pads and materials, and and what to do. There's racing brake pads. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so whatever you've got, there's a different procedure for that break-in period. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a good idea to check out the instructions, the manufacturer's suggestions for how to break them in. But definitely mm-hmm. do it. It'll, I- uh, it'll pay off in the long run. Oh, and uh, I have just real quick. I want to take out 
um, a hit piece. Scott, I'll tell you a brief anecdote about the first time I changed. Oh, movie. sure. They were on my Achieva Oldsmobile, mm-hmm. uh, which I got uh, via my family and, you know, bought it from my grandma and stuff. And um, interesting thing about this vehicle, disc brakes on the front two wheels. Mm-hmm. And as everybody knows, when you change your brakes, you always change at least two. You always change at least both the front ones or both the back ones. You never just change one brake. No, you wouldn't just do like That's the ridiculous. left front or something like that. That'd be crazy. I know. It sounds crazy, but you never know. Um, and so there I was. I was thinking I was kind of a uh, – I, w- I was thinking a little bit too highly of myself maybe when I got those I got those front disc brakes changed and um, – I was putting, I was putting the wheels on. It's like, this is awesome. All right. All right. And I had my, you know, I had my manual with me. So I, I turned to the other page and I'm thinking, Oh, okay. Rear brakes. Let's do this. I'm on a roll, you know, sure. Ben Bolin, auto expert over here, or at least break king of brakes, in my opinion. And, uh, then I, I took off. I, I thought, wait a second. What are, what are drum brakes? What, how do I, what do I need to do? And so I, you were a little bit shocked when you opened, when you opened up the back wheel area. Well, I, I knew about drum brakes. I guess what I was thinking more of was what are drum brakes doing on this car? And I thought, you know what? I am king of brakes today. <laughs> I bet I can do this. Oh boy. And eventually I did. Did you? Eventually. I, I've never tackled drum brakes myself. I'm not, not gonna, I'm not gonna do it again and we shouldn't tackle it on this podcast. A lot of springs in there. Oh man. A lot of linkage going on. Oh man. Yeah. And I did it, and I did it wrong. Did you? Yeah, I did oh. it wrong the first time. What was the uh, result of that? Was it a, uh, uh, a panic stop or was it? Or no, oh gosh, thank God. Uh, the result of that was my dad walking into the garage and going, what are you doing? Oh boy. So you didn't get on the road with it? No, no, no. no oh, okay. No, not at all. Good. And, and, um, and I, I just include that by way of explanation. I know we're going to get letters from people who are saying, "Ah, oh, come on, man up." But you know, again, I was a kid, I was a young tyke, and I thought way too highly of myself. Um, and I didn't have the tools for the job. Mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared. Um, so that's one of our big tips. If you have the job, uh, regardless of what the job is, if you have the tools and the preparation, it's going to be so much smoother than you think. And Again, if your work area is clean, which I know a lot of people have a hard time with, me included, the job, I guarantee you, is going to go faster. It is, yeah, because you'll have some form of organization that you can keep uh, in that respect. You, know, you can lay things out in the order that it goes back on. You can, you can, uh, you've got space to work, really. Yeah. Space yeah. to work. That's the biggest thing. You don't have to dig through and stuff. And honestly, you know. Ben, you know, we mentioned this early on, but I mean, even, even now I, I print out instructions for everything. Mm-hmm. I keep them right with me or I have a booklet, you know, a, a, a service manual that yeah. I keep next to me. Um, definitely keep something like that handy because you just never know. You yeah. never know when something like that's going to come handy. If nothing else, it'll give you all the, uh, the torque specs for the wheels and it'll give you the, uh, for the, for the calipers and, you know, what to do in case of, you know, like a lot of troubleshooting tips, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so clearly, I mean, Obviously, this is not a how-to. Or, you know, we're kind of all over the place on what we're right, right, here, right, but, right. But the the underlying uh, message here is that uh, this is something that you can do. I mean, even if you have very, very limited mm-hmm. mechanical ability, right? I think you can change your own brake pads relatively soon, as long as you have everything laid out and you're, you're prepared mm-hmm. ahead of time. Don't disable your car if you need to make one more trip to the hardware store. Yeah, it's uh, never worth it. No, that's never worth it. No, it's just uh just just make sure that you get everything that you possibly could need 
according to those instructions. Mm-hmm. That's why they're valuable. They'll tell you what tools you need up front. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and once you tear into it, I think you'll find that it'll go much faster and it's much simpler than you may think it is right now. Right. And so to, to bring back full circle, we talked about that line people have and everybody's line is a little different, uh, separating the repairs that they will do or that they feel comfortable doing versus the repairs that they need a professional mechanic to take mm-hmm. care of. And what we're saying here, our position is that this is something that you can and perhaps should do yourself. Agreed. And I think maybe you'll agree with me that we're wrapping this up, huh? I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to head out and, uh, Let's, uh, you know, we'll do something. Uh, interesting. It seems like there's more tips we could give them, but I don't know. There Maybe are more is, tips. This isn't the time or place. You know what? And we don't know which tips people know. So why don't you guys write into us with some tips, uh, for your, uh, at home car repairs? How's that, that sound, Scott? Not a bad idea. Yeah. Cause every, everybody's got a couple little tricks. Kind of a best practices type idea. Yes. Nice. And, um, when, when I say uh, tips, you know, that can be anything from something that's your personal preference to a really cool MacGyver trick like uh, you were talking about, Scott, with the uh, pepper shaker. Oh, yeah, that's right. For and the, uh, uh, fix the radiator hole. Yes, temporarily. Temporarily, yes. Don't, right. don't do that now. No. Um, and you can tell us these tips on the Internet, of course. You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. You can give us a holler at our blog. Check out our awesome website, HowStuffWorks.com. If you want to read some of our articles uh, yourself, we have one on disc brakes and one on how to change them. And if you want to talk to us directly and tell us some of these neat tips that I know you guys are going to send in to us, send us an email at carstuff at howstuffworks.com. For more on this and thousands of other topics, visit howstuffworks.com. To learn more about the podcast, click on the podcast icon in the upper right corner of our homepage. The HowStuffWorks iPhone app has arrived. Download it today on iTunes. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.